Good morning. Welcome to Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and it is the episode. This is episode number 49, and I'm up at the Calgary Winter Club. And my guest today is the President and CEO, Kevin Boyles. Kevin, maybe introduce yourself for a second, because I know you really well. I used to know you well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I am the, the CEO of the Winter Club. Uh, I've been doing this job for nine years now. It's been uh, a super entertaining ride. Uh, there is another president, so I won't call myself the president. Oh, really? Uh, oh, sorry. My, sorry, that was my mistake. No, that's my boss. So uh, a volunteer on our board. Okay. We still have a president and chair of the board and all that kind of thing. So, so you, But you run the Calgary Winter Club. I run the Calgary Winter Club. And I'm, I'm going to say for the benefit of the five listeners out there, I think my sister joined, so maybe I have six. But literally, this place, is a, it's been transformed from the days when I used to ride up 14th Street. And it was a little tiny shack, and you'd wonder... What it'd be like to be part of that club, and and I'm just I, my excitement is Kevin. You've shown me some changes. I walked around a bit, but literally, let's talk about what got you started here at the Winter Club. Oh uh, well, I think what got me started was a really creative and persistent recruiter. Um, I was over at the University of Calgary. I was director right. director of athletics and recreation. Doing a little bit of coaching, were you? Uh, I did nine <laughs> years of coaching, but I had uh, the opportunity. The athletic director left. Right, and I from here. From Calgary Winter Club? From the UFC. Oh, from the UFC. And so I fell into the AD job uh, on an interim basis and then picked it up. So AD being active director, acting director. Yeah, Yeah. no, uh, the athletic director. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, uh, your brother happens to be there as well, is it? He is currently the associate (laughs) athletic director. He's the head. So it stayed in the family. So should I be talking to him, not you? No, he's the number two guy. (laughs) So I used to be his boss temporarily. Really? Just for a very short period of time. Sorry, for the benefit. Mike Boyles, if you're listening to this podcast, we're just calling you out here, buddy. So anyway, thanks. He's Sorry, Kim. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'd been in that job for about three years. Yeah. And I thought it was my dream job, and I was going to retire there and be carried out on a stretcher. Oh, come on. You were coaching, you were coaching the women's volleyball team and the, na- the national team. I'm sorry to put this in, but you were coaching at the high level. Uh, I was coaching at a high level, but I had given that up to come back in the office. Oh, okay. And uh, I had always felt that I wasn't, at heart, a lifetime coach. I knew right. I had a shelf life, and <laughs> I, I thought I maybe had three or four more good years in me. I was starting to get tired of it. It's a routine, and it's a challenge, and it's uh, evenings and weekends. And I'm going to look at the shelf again because on your shelf here, Kevin, is you played in the Olympics. I'm sorry. Where's your gold medal? Where's the gold medal? <laughs> yeah, we didn't get that far. But you, I, I'm sorry. I just had to bring because I was away from Cal- uh, Canada and Calgary for so long. I didn't know that. So thank you for sharing that with me earlier. But so now you're, you're, you're athletic director at UFC and you get heavily recruited to come Well, and and I don't think heavily, but uh, the Winter Club was looking for a change. And the private club world is a pretty tight group. Uh, We have a group called the Canadian Society of Club Managers. and uh, (laughs) I didn't know that. They train themselves. It's very private. I've never heard of it. Yeah, and uh, there's a whole, uh, almost a union side to that and uh, training and uh, a pedigree that comes through it. And so the industry hires from within. And uh, the Winter Club was looking for change. They wanted someone who With fresh ideas wasn't from their their community nice. and, and would think about things a little differently. And I think uh, my history at the University of Calgary. Uh, with Alberta volleyball, yeah. Uh, even with coaching the women's volleyball team, was in taking organizations that were struggling and uh, and getting a turn on them. And the Winter Club was by no means struggling, um, but they were stuck. They looked for a, a change. They were stuck in a rut and looking for a change. And they wanted to streamline. They wanted to administer themselves more effectively. And I, I fit the bill. So 
Well, I mean, you, cause, but part of athletics, and I want to use the expression, the apple doesn't fall f- far from the tree. Now, that little exclusive club, you're also an athlete. You really understood the things that are going on around here. Definitely. And I think uh, the rest of it, I kind of had to fake my way through. You know, like there's a, there's a big, <laughs> big food and beverage component to oh, the county. Okay. Right, right. We, got, we got a restaurant. We got banquet facilities. We've got a cafe. Uh, well, and, I sh- and you showed me around, like literally the tennis courts, the curling, cl- the hockey. Well, no, it's a little tiny hockey, but that was. But you've got the, the, as you said, restaurant facilities. That nice view of the mountains. Where I think the members' yep. restaurant there. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, and that whole side of the business is very. Uh, it's a different. It's a different world, and uh, coming from the University of Calgary, my food and beverage background was hot dogs and popcorn. <laughs> And selling beer. Well, Mac Hall, right? Going to Mac Hall, grab. Well, just from the point of view of running an operation, the athletic yeah. department, where we sell beer and hot dogs in the stands. At the games or whatever. And that was about. Red yeah. Gym, Gold Gym. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jack Simpson. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, probably the biggest stretch for me, was the food and beverage side of things. Just but, the dynamics uh, there, who, how to manage it, the food, I guess your food supply, you've got perishable goods. and Yeah, and uh, the, I think they asked me in the, in the final interview that I did, you know, how I'd manage it. And I said, well, I'd hire somebody really good. Perfect. Who was uh, going to run it for me. And, yeah. uh, and, and you did that. Yeah, and we did that. And I have a phenomenal food and beverage manager who's now our assistant GM. And he's done an awesome job. He nice. came in six months after I did. and, and So, it's, I mean, it's an integral part. And you, you and I talked offline a bit about the community here. That food and beverage component is really important. I mean, your members, I think you said something, our members wanted a mountain view. So you, you renovated, maybe not your time, but literally that was the members saying what they wanted. There's a menu. I mean, let's talk about the menu a bit. Does, yeah, does that, that, impact that was in my time. Uh, okay. 2015, we yeah. did that renovation. Um, and it is very important. We're an athletic and social club. Yeah. And the social side of things is uh, is a big part of why people will join a private club. So how, I mean, just out of curiosity, how did you get the members' views on, we're, look, we're renovating. Did you have a panel discussion? Did you run a, a survey well, monkey on, on Instagram? One LinkedIn? great thing about the Winter Club is it's no problem to get anybody's <laughs> opinion on anything. Right, right. So my door is always open, and uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, all the social media kind of stuff isn't the way we run our business. We're very face-to-face. Right. Uh, I know a good proportion of the members. I can't claim to know them all. There's 8,500 of them. Oh, come on. The first, the first member, and I'm going back to your roots the, of volleyball. The first member we bumped into on the, down the hallway, he said, congratulations on the volleyball. And literally, for the benefit of the listeners, there's seven now, um, for, the, for the listeners... Kevin was, you're part of the national, the Canadian National Volleyball Association. You're the chair. Yeah, I chair the board for Volleyball Canada. Um, yeah, we happened they to They had a little tournament in, in Vancouver this weekend. Yeah, to we call happened off. to run into an official in the hallway here of the Winter Club. Oh, right, okay. But, uh, yeah, the guys just qualified for, uh, for Tokyo on the weekend. They beat uh, Mexico, Cuba, Puerto Rico. Uh, and I would say a, an upset win against Cuba. They were down. So this is Tokyo... Olympics or Tokyo Olympics? Yeah, they qualified 2020. for the summer. Ah, yeah. sorry, the, the time cat. This is the leap year, so it, it yep. jumped ahead. Yeah. The, the year jumped ahead already on me. Wow. Okay, so let's go back. So the members' views. I mean, literally, your door's open. It's closed right now. But the door is it an official survey of the eight thousand members, yeah. or how did you do that? So we do do a lot of uh, polling of our members. We do a lot of surveys. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of review of comment cards and things like that like some of it's a little bit old school 
Um, but we also have all the online. You people. could get their comments on Facebook or Instagram, the, the group, the group chat. Yeah, we could, but uh, <laughs> I, you know, I would say in a, a place like ours, that's a third or less of our membership is really engaged in social sure, media. Like sure. That. And a big part of what they're doing here at their private club is escaping from all of that. And so when people join the Winter Club, they're doing it because they want to be part of this community. Yeah. And they want their families to benefit from everything we've got here. They want their kids to grow up with all these different skills. Uh, we have people here who really understand physical literacy. And the uh, everything that Sport Canada is trying to teach us right now about how you should raise well-rounded athletes that right. don't just specialize in one sport from the beginning. We're that place. We've well, you took me through. You took me through from almost from the get go. There's the there's the pool, but then there's the the three year old. The I, I see the three the daycare. Yeah, so preschool. Preschool. So three hours there, they can work out. We went through a boot camp room or a fitness. I don't want to call it CrossFit room. We went through a, there was was it a ballet class or something? Uh, yeah, gymnastic center, uh, climbing center. We've the climbing the climbing wall. Got a hot yoga room. We have got a Pilates room. We've got studios to do so you really have a one-stop shop that's the whole idea uh you can come here in an evening after school and you can have one of your kids taking their piano lesson yeah. the other one's learning how to skate the other one's learning how to swim you get together you have a quick it's a real dinner. social it's a real social environment yeah here. you grab a quick dinner with your friends you go home uh and so we really want our members to see us as that third place so you're at work or you're at school you're at home. Yeah. And, and this we're, is the, we're the other the third place. lake. The third we're the third lake. We're the, the other place you go wow. to spend your time and to be with people you want to be with. From what I can see, Kevin, I'm, I'm, I look around and the, the feel, this is a real, and the, this is an, a, sort of a tech term, user experience, a UX. You come in here and there's a real experience. That third leg can be, for some, I, literally, I couldn't find a parking spot. I drove around, circled around, someone left. It's busy. It's, ha- it's a happening plate. It, and it literally, it's off, off the beaten track. For, yep. for me, yep. you've got 8,000 members. How, how has that changed over the years? When you first started, has that grown? Uh, and I'm not here to look yeah. at the metrics, but just out of curiosity. So, so we don't like to talk about parking because that's always a problem. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> I could have parked at a police station next door, but they would have thought I was guilty of something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that is on the, the ledger to get to eventually. We really need to do something about our parking. Yeah. We've got uh, just under 500 stalls and... Certain times. Of the Sorry day, for the members. Problems. I didn't mean to put that. Yeah. That poke the bear. Inject, yeah, yeah. yeah. Poke, <laughs> the bear. poke the bear. <laughs> uh, but uh, what's changed? You know, I, I think the inside of the club is is really what's changed. When you drive by 14th Street, a lot of people still don't know we're here. You can come right by. We put a nicer sign out front. No, I, know oh, I noticed. On I, the way in, we had that monument sign. We put that in, so we'd have a little. I did notice on the it. way in. But a lot of people, until you drive onto the property and around to the front of the building, you really don't. See. You really don't have a sense of what's here. You're seeing the back of the gym, and the yeah, because that back, the curl is what's, what's the, the, the it looks like a quonset. That's yeah, a quonset ten, yeah, indoor ten. tennis. That, it looks like a big steel shed. So, yeah. So from 14th Street, we're not showing our best side, and the best side opens up to the foothills. Sure. We're, we're built into Nose Hill Park. Which, and with the beautiful view which is of the selfish it's, shelf, it's selfish on your part and that of the members not to have that face in the city so we can see the opposite no but I, I did see it I was away for a long time out of Calgary not living for nearly 18 years and I drove up my daughter had a cross country run up on the top of the hill God, what's the name of the hill No Hill No Hill sorry so I literally drove up and I'm like I caught my attention so that I didn't for you I reached out to you later my, that was in September I think I reached out to you in October November 
I di- that didn't trigger that you were working here, but I did notice it. With that full pool, I, you said the renovation happened. The pool, the uh, new pool. Yeah. The, so the club, every ten years, is doing something big. Yeah. If you're not in this industry, you're in a downward spiral. You need to keep improving your facilities. Sure, inner, innovative, you need, you disruptive, <laughs> community, social. Sounds like you've got something here that's almost like tech. You really don't, but you're not tech. But those yeah. are really buzzwords. Yeah, yeah, we're not tech, but we just we, we so desperately need to stay relevant, not just to the families we have, but to the ones that are joining. So we're like this small town, and over time, people are going to leave the town. Uh, move the migration, away, yeah. Move away, pass away, unfortunately. Uh, sure. We lose members, and uh, we have people here from age zero to age 95. Um, and uh, there's a constant renewal of your membership, and that membership renewal is what helps us to build. But look at the experience. You create develop. the child who grows up in here, coming here, you know, literally they become a teenager, and you, you said, I said, could you point it to that area where the teen rooms or something? Yeah. And, you know, I said, how busy are you? It's really busy. So you've created a user experience of their life, and just think of, and I'll give the McDonald's scenario, right? Why has McDonald's lasted the test of time since the 50s, 60s? Because I think the parents come to McDonald's, and I'm not using it for any other reason other than analogy, is it's part of their lives. And you said it's the third leg. For a lot of the kids, it's their first leg. It is their home. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, the other thing that's really cool here is the multi-generational aspect of it. Yeah. Because we're now working on third and fourth generation Winter Club members. Yeah. The club opened the doors in 1960. Nice. So we're just getting to the age where um, we are seeing some very young fourth generation. Uh, and the and, stories, the stories that they have them, to tell. When they've had their kids quickly, uh, all four generations are here <laughs> at the club. At the same time. At the same time, which is an amazing opportunity for a family. And uh, one of the things that's really great about us and other private clubs yeah. is we treat, I mean, it's, it's member owned. Um, oh, okay. Like you, you buy. So there's a, a capital part. Component. You buy a share in the club. Yeah. Uh, it's a non-equity share, but a share nonetheless. And um, your kids get to convert to their own shares, right? Uh, at a much lower price than the public would coming in. So there's that. For more details on that, <laughs> please check our website online. <laughs> www. There's that ability. To <laughs> so continue. Kevin's marketing here. That was that was the marketing <laughs> overlay. There's just that ability to continue from yeah. generation to generation. And uh, it's the, when people come in the door that they, they have to make the big investment. No, I, I, look, you know, the one thing that really resonated with me was going down to the curling, because I, I think grade seven, eight, or I can't remember which grade, walking down there, it was like a retro bring nostalgic, and that full on seeing people on the sheet of the sheet devices. And, and this is another bear I'm going to poke, because you're going to take a few sheets away. Sorry, f- members of the Calgary Winter Club, they are going to take some sheets away for expansion but I, you know, literally that that nostalgia re- resonates and that you talk about four generations I, to me that that's just the feeling of canada and curling and you know the briar and the edward the ranch or you know you can yeah. think of some of the names it really is a canadian pastime it's it's not the national sport i think uh lacrosse is the national sport but uh, look I, I, i'm cognizant of your time here kevin and, and you know for the next what do you see is going to impact uh, the member base or the the club, the Calgary Winter Club, over the next two to three years. Well, like a lot of private clubs, we're pretty close to capacity. That parking problem uh, we have trouble. In, with that's our, indicative of the yeah tennis courts and access to those. You know, we're we're really close to capacity. Yeah. So we're not trying to get bigger. We're just trying to keep getting better. Uh, so the the capital plan we're working on right now this spring, 
we're we're gonna bump two sheets of curling ice, but that readjusts us. I, to, I think take the squasher. Nobody plays squash anymore. Come on. <laughs> oh, the winter club members do. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it readjusts us to a size that suits our our membership. Sure. We are a private club. We have about five hundred people curling. If we're a public curling facility, we'd have well over a thousand people on eight sheets of ice. We have ten. Wow. We're a big facility. Yeah. Uh, serving not very many people. So we can make some better use of that space. We're going to expand our cafe, loosen up the middle of the club, which is a real tight hub right now. Right, right. Uh, we're going to add to our aquatic center while we renovate it, put in a water slide and a splash park. And we're just, again, trying to stay. You really out. want the kids to come here, don't you? Yeah, you really we, want to create that sense yep. that I want to be here and nowhere else. Yeah, wow. We want our kids, we want to be relevant to our families, and yeah. we want our kids to want to be here all the time. Because when the kids want to be here, then the parents are here, and then everybody's buying a snack and keeping us in business and and the whole thing just keeps rolling you know it's great you, you talk and i'm just you just reminded me of when we were growing we were in we were in kazakhstan and the hyatt was our place to be and the hyatt had the the pool and the little slide and literally we spent the day we'd come in the morning and we because of that they didn't have really good snacks they didn't open up until a certain time so we used to bring a lot of snacks and then you know we'd stay and eat and then maybe have a drink in the lounge after, and the kids would run around in the. You know, so it is. I just remember that when the yeah. kids are young, having that safe place to come and and, yeah. and and that's exactly what we are. And the the independence we give the kids, you know, up to age five, we have a childcare where yeah. parents can drop them off. We take care of them. You go up for your workout. Uh, once they're they're six and up, we have the youth center. They can come and go as they please, and yeah. uh, we have staff that'll play with them and have fun with them and take care of them, make sure they're. They're safe, but uh, they get that independence. Mrs. Doubtfire. We just watched the movie. Yeah. Mrs. Do- you got to get a Mrs. Doubtfire in there and, and take care of the little ones. The we li- do. We do. <laughs> uh, but they're safe in the building. Yeah. Uh, there's cameras everywhere. The security is really good. And uh, you can give your kids that independence while they grow. Uh, sure. While keeping them engaged in useful things. There's so much to do here that there's something they're going to be developing skills in. Or just having a really good time. Well, I, I, you know, for the and you know, I talked about this really, really offline before when about the volleyball and you go, but is there courts? And I, that's the there is a the couple courts. Yeah, so we got a gymnasium. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we can set up two volleyball courts. Uh, and uh, I think I mentioned earlier, I have a one of my uh, ex UFC players who was a national teamer. Chris, and to coach here, Chris Flamman is uh, is teaching here. Yeah, and uh, she teaches our our intro level volleyball and basketball. And multi-sport camps. So oh, again, the you see, you know that foothills. Ten- it used to be the foothills tennis bubble. The volley dome. Yeah, it's now the volley dome. I, I drove up there innocently thinking it's tennis. Oh no, that was converted like 15 years ago. And literally, volleyball is really taken off in Calgary. And do you, I'm, this is not Calgary Winter Club. This is Kevin's hat. Yep. That is that something you've seen in the Calgary the last. Why? Well, the growth of club volleyball is insane. Is it just because we've, we've gone from the Dinos being the only club in the city? Yeah. To there being 20 volleyball clubs in the city and there's people running uh, facilities that are volleyball only there's clubs that are running you know a dozen teams uh, but in the city of Calgary with hockey and crazy. curling and volleyball seems to be really I, I, that's I mean it's incredible I mean I would be running volleyball camps here yeah. but then you get your members you've got issues with members and, and keep, but you know, get the members bring you the CW, what is it CW Calgary Winter Club C- CWC CWC yeah. bringing the yeah. CWC at the yeah. Nationals. Yeah, so that's <laughs> the one thing we just haven't been able to do because we are such a small community yeah. that uh, we don't have enough kids in any one age group discipline that or... are really interested in volleyball to form yeah. a team. 
So, but we do do a lot of work on giving them a start, making sure they get the extra touches and sort of a leg up on everybody else who's trying out for their school team. How many presidents within this of the Calgary Fitness Clubs have been in the Olympics? Tell me, how many? How many CEOs of a, of a fitness club in Calgary have been to the Olympics? Uh, Probably not that many. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know any. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, really a pleasure today. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, my pleasure. It's been fun.